Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Senate leader slams GOP action. Whether or not the RNC should be singling out members of our party. Frustration grows in Canada. People want to get on with their lives. This has been two years. Olympic agony. Pretty, pretty low right now. And ecstasy. Don't count the little girl out. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the Senate Republican leader has rejected a party resolution that calls the Capitol attack legitimate political discourse. Mitch McConnell says it was a violent insurrection. And as we hear from CBS's Nicole Killian, he's also blasting the party for censuring two members who were part of a panel investigating the events. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power. McConnell criticized the Republican National Committee for censuring Wyoming's Liz Cheney and Illinois' Adam Kinzinger. It was the language of the RNC resolution that struck a nerve, stating that Cheney and Kinzinger chose to join Nancy Pelosi in a Democrat-led persecution of ordinary citizens who engaged in legitimate political discourse. Members of the January 6th committee are firing back. Ask the Capitol Police officers if the people they interacted with were engaged in legitimate political discourse. RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel claims the party's position is being distorted and wrote, violence is not legitimate political discourse. Now to Canada, where anger over vaccine mandates has caused an escalating protest by truckers. CBS's Janet Shamlian reports it includes a bridge blockade that affects about a quarter of U.S. trade with Canada. How long have you been out here? I have actually been out here since last Saturday. Monty is one of hundreds of truckers blocking the roads around Parliament, demanding an end to vaccine mandates. We're going to sit here as long as it takes. With the streets blocked, about the only supplies coming in are from volunteers. What are you doing out here? We're just happy to support the truckers. And, uh, you know, we know a lot of people are doing donations of canned foods and stuff. So we wanted to make some homemade fresh food with love. The city's mayor says he needs another 1,800 police officers to keep the peace. We are turning up the heat in every way we possibly can. It has to stop. And Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau condemned the protest, accusing them of undermining Canadian democracy. French President Macron says the Western standoff with Russia over Ukraine could go on for weeks or months. CBS's Charlie Daggett is in Estonia this morning, where NATO forces are holding a series of war games. British and Estonian tanks square off against each other in a snowy wasteland not far from the Russian border. NATO partners locked in a simulated battle. With the massive Russian military escalation near Ukraine sending jitters throughout this entire region, these war games have never been more real. There are still hopes for a diplomatic solution to the crisis in Ukraine. 
but military preparations are never based on a best-case scenario. Charlie Daggett, Lasna, Estonia. A New York couple is accused of conspiring to launder more than $4 billion in Bitcoin. CBS's Catherine Herridge reports it's the largest financial seizure in Justice Department history. It's alleged the 2016 hack of a virtual currency exchange resulted in the theft of almost 120,000 Bitcoin. At the time, it was valued at approximately $71 million. Today, it's worth over $4.5 billion. The court documents allege the couple conspired to launder the funds through a series of transactions, ranging from deposits on the dark web to purchasing gold and a $500 Walmart gift card. Team USA has its first gold medal of the Winter Olympics in snowboarding. Until today, Lindsay Jacob Ellis was best known for this. Jacob Ellis is down! Jacob Ellis has fallen! At the 2006 Olympics, Jacob Ellis was moments away from winning gold. Her fall, though, turned gold into silver. Today, 16 years later, at the age of 36, Jacob Ellis finally avenged that loss. Don't count the little girl out. <laughs> she told reporters afterwards the years since 2006 have had their tough moments. I've done a lot of soul searching to realize that that moment doesn't define me as an athlete. While Jacob Ellis ended her agony, the same cannot be said for skier Michaela Schifrin. For the second time here in Beijing, she missed the gate and was disqualified, this time in the women's slalom, an event she won eight years ago. Pretty awful. Pretty, pretty low right now. And there is news in figure skating. The IOC says there's an issue involving the Russian skaters who won gold in the team competition. The IOC says it requires legal consultation. And later tonight, U.S. time, American Nathan Chen goes for gold in the men's individual figure skating event. He has a huge lead going into the free skate. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Winter Olympics in Beijing. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. New York State is poised to drop its mask requirements for businesses in indoor public places. This is good news, bro. I'm glad the mandate is over. But it's likely mask rules for schools will stay in place, at least for now. Other states this week move to end similar restrictions. Washington, D.C. police are investigating what happened yesterday at a high school where Vice President Harris's husband was at a Black History Month event. Dunbar High School here received a threat to the school itself, announcing a bomb threat, giving the people in that location 10 minutes to leave. Ashen Benedict of the D.C. Metropolitan Police says Doug Emhoff and others were hustled out of the building as a precaution. Students and teachers evacuated, too. A federal court says family planning clinics that get government money can continue to make abortion referrals, at least while a legal challenge plays out. Twelve Republican attorneys general are suing to restore a ban on the practice. 
UCLA has agreed to pay more than $243 million to settle claims that hundreds of women were sexually abused by a former campus gynecologist. Julie Wallach is one of the women who alleged abuse. At the time that I filed a complaint, no one listened. I'm so grateful we're being heard today, but it is long overdue. A new lawsuit from three women accuses Harvard of ignoring claims of sexual harassment against a professor. The security officials say there are no credible threats to Sunday's Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Police Chief Michael Moore says hundreds of officers will be deployed and fans will notice. While this is a substantial draw on all public safety resources across this region, we have ample resources. After becoming a TV star by night, Amy Schneider has quit her day job. The transgender software engineer from Oakland won 40 consecutive games and nearly $1.4 million on Jeopardy. Schneider taking on a new role now as a public figure. She recently signed with a talent agent. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. There's a job opening that's fit for a pizza lover. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. In honor of National Pizza Day, Yelp is looking to hire its first chief pizza officer, responsible for spreading the love for pizza and sharing the latest trends. The pay? $25,000 for a six-month gig. Job duties include trying out different pizza places every month and sharing your experiences on Yelp. Video applications are being accepted now through February 28th. The winner will be chosen next month. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The Justice Department says it's all for tough penalties for air passengers who are disruptive or violent, but officials say they're not inclined to back the suggestion from Delta Airlines to put them on a no-fly list. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Wednesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. 
It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.